Experience the power of 5G with T-Mobile. With faster 5G speeds nationwide, you can upload your favorite videos super fast or game on the go. Plus, T-Mobile has more 5G bars in more places, so you can stay connected to what matters most from almost anywhere. Switch to T-Mobile today, the leader in 5G. T-Mobile has America's largest 5G network, fastest based on median overall combined 5G speeds according to analysis by Ookla of Speed Test Intelligence Data 5G speeds for Q4 2021. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. You know the old saying, selling like hotcakes? What does that even mean? What is a hotcake anyway? They should change it to selling like Hondas, because right now Hondas are selling faster than ever. Probably because they're so rugged, long-lasting, and fuel-efficient. And if you want one, you should get to your local Honda dealer right away. Check out the eight-passenger pilot, or maybe the adventurous Passport. But you gotta do it fast, because Hondas are selling like, well, Hondas. New models are arriving right now. Don't wait. See your local Honda dealer today. Hey y'all, it's Jamie from the BHP Podcast. Wanted to take a moment to thank our awesome sponsors, Skullhooker Racks Inc., Vanguard Outdoors, Beyond the Ears, Crossman, and Stealth Cam. These sponsors are the rock behind our awesome podcast. Make sure and check them out. Now onto the show. Hey guys, we hope you're really enjoying the show. The BHP Podcast has been so much fun. If you are, please give us a five-star rating on iTunes and SoundCloud. It'd be so helpful and it really does go a long way. As usual, thank you for your support and listening to the BowHunterPlanet.com podcast. Welcome to the podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, what a, what a podcast tonight's going to be. This one yes, is going to be awesome. And the main reason, oh, and I, I should start off by saying welcome, No Boom, and hey. uh, Bob. Hi. And tonight we are talking crossbows. So if you hate crossbows, might not be the one for you. But we're talking <laughs> crossbows, and very specifically, we are talking 10-point crossbows. And we do have a guest coming on in a little bit uh, from Ten Point to talk about those awesome bows with us. And uh, I'm excited about this conversation because, you know, I have a lot of questions in regards to Ten Point's lineup. Horton, one of the <laughs> yeah. brands they own, I have questions about that. Um, and uh, just really excited to finally get someone on the line that we can talk to them about it and understand everything and, and really get to it, you know. They just have such a huge variety of bows. Um and and the thing about it is the the price range is is huge. So they go from twenty five forty nine ninety nine uh, with the Venom Extra, which is top notch uh, bow they have. And I believe they go all the way down to five. Oh no, more four eighty for the yeah. Wicked Ridge Warrior Ultralight. So huge variety here. Now let's talk about 10 point for a second, what we know, right? Before this conversation is about to happen. What we know is 10 point has been around a very long time. One of the original pioneers of crossbows to my understanding. Um, They own Wicked Ridge, which is their, I think, lower price point bows. Mm -hmm. They also uh, bought out Horton at one point, and I don't uh, know a lot what's going on with Horton nowadays. I haven't seen. 
They had um, all those reverse limb deals, didn't they? I don't know. Let's look it up. I, I didn't. Uh, I didn't. Uh, we definitely need to know before we have the conversation. Oh, here we go. So they, they, that's right. They got the new logo. That looks great. Looks like reverse, like you said. Let's go to shop. Oh, it jumps to ten point website. Oh, okay. Yeah. So we're on the ten point. Yeah, you're right. So the Hortons are the looks like to be the reverse ones, and those are the Vortex RDX for nine hundred dollars, and the Horton Storm RDX for ten forty nine ninety nine. 380 feet per second, 350 feet per second, pretty powerful. Reverse limb crossbows. Mm-hmm. Featuring the 10-point AccuDraw systems. So that's kind of exciting. So, um, yeah, the Stealth NXT, guys. We already did the video on it. Um, loved it. Very powerful bow. Very kind fast. Kind of fast. <laughs> yeah, I'd say more than kind of. I think it's got some, some, some muscle. I don't know yeah. how you'd describe it. I do love the systems on it, how they have the attachment systems on it, the cables, the way they, they, they it looks amazing. When that thing's fully cocked, it's tiny. You know? Yeah. Well, a lot of people, when you bring up crossbow, the first thing that comes to their mind is 10 point. Yeah. You know, even though there's there's bows out there that are, are fantastic crossbows, 10 points pioneered them. Yeah. You know, yeah. when I got out of shooting compound or when I changed, and I wanted to shoot a crossbow. Everybody said 10-point was the way to go, and that was 10, 12, 15 years ago. Yeah. Well, I mean, you go to any store, they have 10-point. You know, you always see 10-point. I mean, they have big box stores. They got pro shops. They're all over because of such a variety. Um, they just got a lot going on, man. It's it's a pretty exciting brand, huge brand. Um, and like you said, you know, they're one of the pioneers. They're just, you know, right at the top there when it comes to this stuff. And, you know, I, that boat was sick. I mean, there's no doubt about it. Just awesome. Um, uh, there is – I'm trying to look at how many crossbows they have. It's a little bit hard. There's so many. I was trying to figure out the number, but uh, I'm not able to figure that out because there's just so many here. Um, let's see. Cases, too. They got some sick cases. I actually never seen these yeah. hard ones. This 10-point stag hard crossbow case. You guys got to check this out. This thing is sweet. Really cool. Then, there we go. Hello, hello. This is Brian Zbitsky. How are you, Brian? Yeah. Welcome to the show. You already we already got you on, man. We're already pre-recording. This is perfect. Mm-hmm. Perfect. <laughs> oh, there you go. Fantastic. Thanks for having me. Yeah, we were just talking. Uh, I guess it's got myself, Dave Thomas, on Jamie Noteboom, and Bob McGee. Hello, and. Oh, yeah. uh, we we actually already started Hi. doing a pre-record and uh, talking about Ten Point as a whole, from what we know about the brand. And this is like the best perfect timing that you called. Um, can you tell us, like, I guess, just a kind of a quick overview of the history of the brand? Sure. Uh, so Ten Point is still a family-owned small business. Um, a lot of people look at us and uh, don't perceive us as being a small business. We have around a hundred employees. And we're located just outside of Akron, Ohio. Um, they don't look at us as a small business because we offer, you know, world-class crossbow products and uh, world-class customer service. Um, but the, the whole history of kind of where Ten Point came from—it all started uh, right around the same area where where our corporate office is located today. Uh, there's a uh, the oldest uh, archery store in the state of Ohio. Uh, it's called the Complete Hunters Outlet. Uh, it started off as Portage Archery Center. 
and uh, Portage Archery was started by Hall of Fame archer Bill Bednar and his wife Edith. And uh, Bill and Edith, uh, their kids are Rick, Cindy, and Joanna. Uh, Rick, Cindy, and Joanna grew up in the archery store working with Bill and his wife and uh, in the process learned about as much as you can about archery in general. And uh, in fact, uh, Rick Bednar, who is current, uh, currently our CEO, um, he uh, actually was a NCAA champion archery shooter. Uh, he won the NCAA championship three times at the University of Akron uh, when he was there back in the 70s. Wow. Uh, he also qualified for the 1976 Olympic team. Uh, unfortunately, that's the year that uh, the United States didn't participate in the Olympics as a result of uh, a boycott, uh, but Rick was chosen. So we start off with, you know, uh, some folks who basically know about as much as you can know about archery. And it was kind of from all of that experience in uh, managing and working in the archery store. Um, after Rick graduated from college, um, he started working for uh, a specialty retailer um, and got some experience in, in uh, retail marketing and that sort of uh, business. Um, he then went on and bought uh, the family business, Portage Archery, from his parents. And from there, uh, some folks approached Rick, uh, a Br British custom gun maker, Bernard Horton, approached Rick about possibly, you know, bringing crossbows to the United States and uh, producing them in a, kind of a mass uh, production environment and working to get them legalized throughout, you know, the whole country to be able to use as, as hunting equipment. Um, so uh, Rick then uh, worked and partnered with Bernard Horton and uh, Rick and his dad, Bill, essentially they were the, the key figures in starting uh, the original Horton archery company uh, back in the 80s. Um, and after that, uh, uh, Rick continued to work, you know, at Horton. Basically, he took that company from the ground up, um, and in six short years, it grew from, you know, basically making no money to being a $4.5 million thriving company. Wow. Um, everyone knows, I'm sure everyone is familiar with the, the name Horton Crossbows. Oh, yeah. um, that one seems to be synonymous throughout the industry, you know, as kind of the, the originals. Um, and Rick and his dad, Bill, were very instrumental and in, in key in starting the company. And not only that, but the innovation, uh, you know, the technology, being able to employ different types of uh, materials to build the crossbows, um, that sort of thing. And then, in uh, you know, Horton did well for several years, um, and uh, in the mid-90s, though, uh, Rick uh, was involved in a uh, stockholder dispute about the future of the organization. Rick felt that they should take a lot of the profits and reinvest them into the company, into, you know, different types of technology, into innovation and engineering, and uh, some of the, the other stockholders did not agree, uh, so Rick left Horton at that time, and then in 1994, 
uh, Rick and a few different investors um, were able to form Hunter's Manufacturing Company. Um, and Ten Point Crossbow Technologies is actually, you know, our, our real name is Hunter's Manufacturing Company, uh, but we do business as Ten Point Crossbows. So ah. essentially in, in 1994, uh, when they started this Hunter's Manufacturing, that was the, the birth of Ten Point. And uh, Horton and... Uh, uh, Horton and the Hunters Manufacturing Company uh, had some uh, legal disputes, and as a result of that, um, as, as a result of those legal disputes, uh, Hunters Manufacturing became known as Ten Point, or the Ten Point brand that you guys know of today. Uh, that happened in around the year 2000, and uh, from there, in 2010, we launched a second brand called Wicked Ridge Crossbows. I'm sure you guys are familiar with the Wicked Ridge brand yeah. also. And then, uh, yeah, as you guys are aware, in 2013, uh, Horton Archery uh, actually went out of business. They went bankrupt. Um, it, it seems that uh, uh, they, they took a lot of their operation and uh, had the manufacturing of the parts uh, performed overseas, and uh, that that can be a very tricky proposition, especially when you're uh, building, uh, you know, uh, deadly weapons uh, like crossbows are. Um, when you're building weapons that you need very low tolerances on parts, um, you need to have a certain quality of part. Um, eventually, uh, Horton was not getting those quality parts from China, essentially, and caused them to shut down and, and bank, go bankrupt. So it was kind of a neat thing, especially given Rick's history with Horton in the past of essentially being the founder, um, being one of the founding members. We were able to purchase the Horton brand name and then also their selected assets, like their trademarks, patents, and their licenses. Um, we purchased those in 2013 and uh, then in 2014, we launched uh, Horton Crossbow Innovations, which is our third brand. Um, so we have the Ten Point brand, uh, the Wicked Ridge brand, and the Horton brand now. Um, so hopefully that gives you guys a, a better idea, kind of a better um, notion about the history of, of kind of how Ten Point, uh, you know, our, our CEO started by starting Horton Crossbow uh, the Horton Crossbow Company, and then eventually it's evolved now to where he has that brand back. And, and we, uh, the three brands that we have are very well positioned, uh, almost as a good, better, best. Uh, Wicked Ridge is, uh, you know, the kind of the beginning of the the price points of our crossbows. Um, we have we make many crossbows uh, for all types of hunters, all folks out there who are looking for you know, uh, uh, different features in a crossbow. Um, and we have different price points that begin uh, right around $549 and go all the way up to uh, about $2,400. Yeah. So. We were trying to figure out how many bows does 10-point manufacture? Uh, we, uh, how many bows do, do we currently have in the lineup? Uh, right. Is that, is that, um, so we have uh, several different models. Um, under the 10-point line, we have, uh, 
see here. We have 11 different models that we're offering in the 10-point line right now, and there's actually a 12th model out there uh, that uh, is, is an exclusive model to uh, smaller archery dealers that uh, are dealers of ours. So 10-point has 12, uh, Horton actually has two, and then uh, Wicked Ridge has three. Nice. So right now, variety. currently, we're producing 17 different types of wow. crossbows. Holy cow. Hmm. That's so we've amazing. got something basically for, for everybody. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So now the Horton brand, it looks to me as though those are reverse limb technology concepts. Is that true for those, those bows? So, yeah. Um, so one of the licenses that we were able to purchase when we purchased the Horton assets uh, was the uh, licensing that Horton had with Scorpid crossbows. Uh, um, okay. Jim Kempf, uh, the owner of, of Scorpid crossbows, he's the inventor of the reverse uh, draw crossbow design. And Horton was one of two other, uh, one of <coughs> two, two companies who could actually produce that bow because they had a licensing agreement. That licensing agreement passed to us when we purchased uh, Horton's assets, and that enabled us to produce the, the Horton Storm RDX, which, is a, which has been a very popular crossbow uh, in the Horton lineup that came out in 2015. And uh, you can see with the, the other crossbow we have under the Horton name is called the Vortec RDX. It's also a reverse draw crossbow. Um, and essentially, that's kind of what that brand has evolved into up to this point. Um, we did release uh, a version of the the Legend uh, Horton. The original Horton made uh, probably the most popular model amongst them was was the Legend, and uh, we produced one for a couple of years under that brand name. It's a it's a traditional style. Um, but uh, that seems to be where uh, Horton is, is being positioned, is kind of in that uh, reverse draw uh, design. You're, you're right about that. This is, uh, first off, the story, let's go back a minute. The story is pretty incredible, yeah. um, very well done. And I, I think that, uh, you know, with this brand, it's synonymous with crossbows. It's like a pioneer in the industry. I mean, 10 Point, when, when people say that name, you know, a lot of people, when you say, oh, well, crossbow shooting, they always say 10 Point. It's like one of the first things that come up. Um, Wicked Ridge, in my opinion, is a great add-on to that, and, and to have that lower cost structure, to have people who just can't afford the the premium stuff, to have that option, um, and then Horton. I mean, with your history with it, it just made yeah. sense for you guys to get that name, and it really did. And I do like the new logo, by the way. Great job on that. It looks looks oh, awesome. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. So let's talk. I'm, I'm, go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, that's okay. Go ahead. Let's talk a little bit about the bow lineup now because, I, you know, so you guys sent us the Stealth NXT to do a video on, which we did, and we were all blown away by this bow. I mean, it is so power powerhouse-packed bow, <laughs> um, 410 feet per second. Uh, looks like you guys won some awards with it. Um, how has it been the reception of this bow for you guys? Well, uh, we just received the Outdoor Life Editor's Choice Award for the Stealth NXT uh, Outdoor Life, um, took all of the new 2018 crossbow models from uh, 
several manufacturers and uh, performed uh, some some testing on them, some scientific testing, and uh, the editor chose the Stealth NXT as the best overall crossbow uh, for 2018. Um, I tell you, the the buzz around this bow is growing. It continues to grow. Um, you know, it, it kind of really started to get some attention there in the springtime, and um, we're having one of the best years we've ever had. Um, and in fact, uh, you know, demand is so high for uh, our new line, the, the new 2018 crossbows for this year that um, we're it's, we're doing all we can. It's all hands on deck here, uh, helping to to build crossbows and to, to wow. fill those orders yeah. and get those out into the into the field. So we're extremely excited about. Uh, you know how how well the stealth seems to be. How much information seems to be out there about the stealth? How much people are talking about it? Um, uh, I mean, when it comes to like you mentioned, shoots up to 410 feet per second. Um, it carries with it, you know, somewhere in the neighborhood, depending on the arrow weight you use, but right around 140 foot yeah. pounds of kinetic energy. That just oh. impressed me to death. Yeah. That's yeah. A, that's w- just which is. Which is just tremendous. Yeah, yeah. And, it was sticking uh, pretty hard in the. Uh, yeah, it was, it was wrecking our target. You guys owe us a target for God's sakes. <laughs> That's exactly right. Uh, and and you know uh, you can't just buy a, a regular old crossbow target anymore from you know anyone. Uh, these these high performance bows, uh, you know, you actually do need to to buy a kind of a higher rated crossbow target. One that's definitely rated for crossbows. Well, above you can. You just got to put four of them back to back. So with the bow, with with these bows like this, and you know, you guys have done a lot of research, a lot of technology on a bow like this. I mean, there's so many cool things on this bow that I was blown away by the the points where the cables meet and everything, and just the way it looks, the the six inches wide when cocked, just unreal. My question is, what do you guys recommend for? I mean, you guys have been in the crossbow game a long time, so what what is it you recommend for distance? So like fifty yards, sixty yards is what people max should do with these things. Like, what's your guys' thoughts on that? Uh, we have uh, for for twenty four years, uh, we have definitely you know uh, advocated for the ethical use of yeah. our crossbows out in the field, and. Uh, I mean, m- most weapons will shoot long distances, uh, you know, you can, uh, and so our recommendation for, for most folks is, is going to be 50 yards. Okay. Uh, no yeah, more than fair. 50 yards. Yeah, yeah. And, ac- and actually, you know, most folks that I talk to on the phone, I, I generally recommend 40 yards. Yeah. Um, the, the archery game, part of the, the fun of, of being able to archery hunt is, uh, you know, being able to be out in the field during one of the greatest times of the year, the yeah. fall. And then also, you know, is to be able to get, to kind of be more intimate with the animals mm-hmm. so that they can get closer to you. Um, that's that's part of the fun of archery. And, and we continue to advocate, you know, for folks uh, to be able to shoot, like I say, out to that 50 yards, uh, 40 yards to 50 yards. Uh, certainly these crossbows have enough energy uh, out at those distances that, you know, there's no no concern about uh, as long as you're able to, you know, to make a good hit on the animal. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I actually anticipate uh, and expect total pass-throughs at 40 and 50 <laughs> yards. Nice. Um, the, uh, you know, you kind of bring up an interesting thing, and that is uh, that technology in the crossbow market has just sort of exploded here in the last five years. I mean, 
Uh, every year that you look out and you see the new models that are coming out, there's a lot of innovation, a lot of uh, that happening right now. Um, and of course, you know, technology has enabled us to to build this stealth bow along with the Nitro X and the Shadow NXT, which we may talk about in a little while, um, to be basically they're so narrow that uh, the widest of those three is seven inches. Um, and part of the way that we were able to design this super narrow bow assembly is that rather than the crossbow having two uh, a set of two cables that cross and then terminate on the limb tips, um, we actually have a, a different type of cable system. It's called the vector quad cable system. And rather than it being the two cables, it actually has four independent cables. Um, those cables no longer, uh, there's no cable saver, we used to call it, or some folks would call it a cable slide, where the cables cross underneath the bow assembly and, yep. uh, in, in the string or the cable channel, I guess, in the, in the barrel. We've eliminated that. And in eliminating that two-cable system and, and going to this four-cable system, there's a couple of advantages that we've gained. Um, the first is that uh, there's a greater amount of tuning that's possible of the bow assembly. So in other words, uh, you have a greater ability to, um, you know, to get rid of, you know, problems like cam lean or, or tension on the limbs. And uh, with, with the cables, when they terminated on the limb tips, it sometimes would cause torsion of the limbs, or in other words, the limbs would, um, they should be parallel to one another, but there's actually some force kind of causing them to uh, uh, not be perfectly in parallel uh, position. Um, well, the vector quad cable system eliminates that, and it also enables us to build bow assemblies that uh, can withstand greater stresses than other bow assemblies have in the past. And of course, that's how we were able to, partly how we were able to uh, produce this bow that, that now shoots over 400 feet per second. Um, and the birth of, or the kind of the, the evolution here of the high performance crossbow, it's tempting, I know, um, for some customers uh, out there to, um, you know, want to chance, you know, taking this 70, 80, a hundred yard shot with this crossbow. However, uh, we, we built the high performance crossbows specifically so that when you're out there in the hunting, uh, field and you're, you're taking your, your, your shots, the same distances that you have in the past, the advantages of having the high performance bow is that the arrow gets to the animal faster, which hopefully helps to prevent some of the, the string jump that can happen. Yeah. Uh, and then also um, the arrow is carrying with it uh, so much more energy, like I say, uh, up in the 140s in the foot-pounds of energy that that arrow is carrying. And so um, it'll do a greater amount of damage to the animal, um, uh, you know, at that distance out 250 yards than, let's say, you know, a, a crossbow that would could shoot uh, 300 feet per second and, uh, you know, may have had 100 foot-pounds of kinetic energy. So these new high-performance crossbows really, uh, you know, are designed uh, for the hunter in mind. 
Um, and, you know, the, the, the greatest benefit, I think, uh, of all, um, we didn't want to build a crossbow that would go this fast if we had to sacrifice uh, keeping the crossbow quiet during the shot. Yeah. And so um, you guys know that there are several companies out there that have built 400 foot per second crossbows, uh, you know, five, six, seven years ago. Uh, and we were really not part of that game at, the, at that point. Um, we wanted to be very calculated and we wanted to be very careful. Um, we wanted to make sure that we are using the best materials out there. Um, so, for instance, uh, on the risers uh, on these new bows, uh, we use 7075 aluminum which is uh, aircraft strength grade aluminum. It's actually the strongest aluminum alloy that you can purchase. Um, we do that because we know that there's going to be a great deal more stress on these bow assemblies, shooting them at, at, at those uh, uh, faster speeds and, and having the string and cables mounted on it a little bit higher poundage maybe in the past. Um, as a result of, you know, kind of those... Uh, uh, are being very specific about materials that we choose and very careful with our design and our engineering. These, uh, the Stealth NXT especially, um, when you shoot the bow, you still get that high performance, high speed, but it's still a very quiet shot. Um, our 400 foot per second crossbows are actually three times quieter than any other competition that we have. So. I was going to bring that up, actually. I, I was just about to tell you, I just noticed looking at the crossbow, I didn't see any dampeners on the on the limbs, um, any sound dampeners, but I didn't notice any. I didn't notice the bow was loud by any means when we shot it. Yeah. I thought it was pretty quiet. Um, is that by design? You guys just don't feel you need them or you don't need that vibration? So the, uh, the Stealth NXT, it has uh, a string dampening system already uh, as part of just the standard bow design. Um, so there's actually an oscillation dampener that's built into the crossbow. And so uh, stopping the, the string from oscillating back and forth after the shot uh, really is a, helps to cut down significantly on the noise level of the crossbow. And uh, having that integrated in there, um, it's, it's part of the bow uh, that you may not have noticed, but um, that, that actually is, is a dampening system in there. And uh, then we do offer some limb dampeners uh, from uh, Bojacks. Uh, they produce some limb dampeners for us that the limb dampeners can be installed in the limbs to. I didn't you know, feel like we needed them though. I mean, I don't remember it being any loud by any means. And I, you know, I, I knew the string stopper was there, but I didn't know the limb. I don't know if you guys had limb dampers, but now I'm looking on, on the website, I don't see any and, and really anything, which is it's a good thing. I mean, if you don't need yeah. them, you don't need them. And that three and a half pound trigger is just unbelievable. I appreciate that. And I appreciate knowing that uh, you come from that rifle shooting background. Uh, and uh, that, that you like this trigger, you know, that speaks a lot to me that we've been able to. Um, successfully build, you know, and maintain a trigger mechanism that can actually, that, that the sear actually holds, you know, somewhere in the neighborhood of 150 to anywhere 150 to 200 foot pounds of energy, you know, because that's the draw weight of the right. string. Essentially, the, 
the the string uh, weight is essentially held by that trigger mechanism. Yeah, totally uh, crisp and clean. Very, it, yeah, you guys really hit a home too. run on that. Machine Good deal. Work. Yeah, that makes me. I, I appreciate uh, that comment there because we worked very hard to do that to keep the trigger brake uh, right at about three and a half pounds. And uh, the comments that I received from most folks, uh, it sounds like you kind of had the same experiences. It's pretty crisp and it, it, it breaks pretty pretty nicely. Yep. Yeah. yeah, that's a great bow. Let's talk about the camo. Is this your camo on here, Viper? Uh, the the Stealth NXT. Yeah. Uh, it, no, it is not a, it's not a 10 point, uh, specific camo. Um, oh, is it true timber? Uh, that's correct. Oh, okay. Yeah, I see the T now. I didn't see that T on there before. I was trying to figure viper. it out last time we were doing yeah. the video. I was like, I don't know who makes, now I see it. My bad. There it is. I should have known that. Excuse me. Learn something new every day. Oh, <laughs> I, 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 you know, and, and when I first saw that camo, um, you know, it has a lot of, uh, shades of. Yeah, brown that's great. and dark browns and light browns and tans. Um, you know, I, I was fortunate enough to be able to uh, go down to uh, Osceola Outfitters down in Florida uh, in April and uh, take a few of these new crossbows and, and harvest a hog with. Uh, actually, harvested two hogs: one with the Stealth NXT and uh, one with uh, one of the other crossbows. But uh, the thing that I, I noticed really when I was out in the woods is uh, that uh, true timber. Uh, camo, the Viper camo, it's really effective at helping to break up the shape of the bow, uh, especially when you put it next to tree bark or, you know, you have lots of trees yeah. and that sort of color around you. Looks so, beautiful yeah. on here. They did such a great job. I, great dipping job. I think too. it helps to, helps to round out the, the fit and finish of the bow. Yeah, this is really nice. Um, I feel stupid now because I just noticed, <laughs> I just noticed that that Nitro X is reverse limb. I didn't yeah. notice that before, and that thing is a powerhouse. 440 feet per second? 166 <laughs> foot-pounds of kinetic wow. energy. That thing's a beast. Yeah, yeah, we're producing some blazing speeds out of that Nitro X. It's beautiful, and, too. Wow. And and where I had mentioned, uh, you know, with the Stealth NXT, we were, we were getting kinetic energy, you know, high speeds and kinetic energy readings in the 140s. Um, with the Nitro X... Uh, it shoots, you know, a, like a standard hunting sized arrow, 425 to 445 grains. It shoots that arrow anywhere from 410 to 420, but the kinetic energy is at 166 foot. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So, so, I mean, let's say, you know, you hit that big buck, that, that giant buck that you've been after the whole season. Um, let's say something happens, you hit that buck in the shoulder. That arrow it's is going to do right a through. maximum. Exactly, yeah. it's gonna, it's yeah. it's gonna really do a maximum amount of damage, and and really increase your chances of harvesting that animal, um, you know, in that type of a scenario. Well, you said big buck. I was thinking more along the lines of water buffalo. <laughs> <laughs> a beast, grizzly bear. Um, so yeah, the Nitro X, it's a, it essentially has a the similar vector quad cable system as the Stealth NXT and the Shadow NXT have. So it has the four cable system. Um, and this bow assembly is very similar to these new high performance bow assemblies we've produced. Uh, but we've kind of simply mounted it, turned it backwards and mounted it down the barrel a little bit farther, um, to get that advantage 
from from it being a reverse draw crossbow. Um, when you when you reverse the bow assembly on the on the barrel and move it down the barrel, you actually gain some additional distance on the uh, the flight rail that the string is pushing the arrow. So the distance at the string from the, the cocked position to uh, where the, the, the stationary position of the string is, we call that the power stroke. And all that distance, um, as long as the string is in contact with the knock of the arrow, it's continuing to accelerate the arrow faster and faster and faster. So the longer the power stroke, or in other words, the longer the distance that the string pushes on the arrow, the faster uh, the performance you're going to get out of the bow. And so the reverse, the advantage of a reverse draw uh, design is that it, it generally adds two to three extra inches worth of power stroke to the crossbow. Um, now, the interesting thing, I think, also is that on a reverse draw crossbow, you can actually mount the string and cables at a lower poundage than other crossbows and shoot faster speeds than another crossbow, a traditional style a forward draw crossbow that may have a string and cable mounted at a higher poundage. And it's be, the advantage there really is that distance that the string pushes the arrow down the barrel or that power stroke, we call it. So the, the string and cables on the Nitro X are actually mounted at a lower poundage than the string and cables on the Stealth NXT, yet we're able to achieve you know, these blazing speeds of up to 440 feet per second. It would be the Easy. same analogy as me using a 20-inch barrel versus a 24-inch barrel on a rifle. Precisely. Yep. yep. Exactly. So I, I have to ask this question because I, my mind's blown right now. Are you messing with this website while I'm talking to you? Because the bow just disappeared. <laughs> I, I, I know there was another bow that was twenty two hundred dollars, and it's gone. Yeah. Are you guys updating right now or something? Oh, our, on our, our own ten point website, yeah. I, I can't say. Interesting. I'm not sure. It just disappeared on the me. IT I was just about to ask you about you. this really top notch bow. It was like twenty two fifty or so, twenty two hundred. So we, we uh, I, I guess I do have some. Uh, breaking news for you from Ten Point. Um, I knew it. Something's happened with this website. You're, <laughs> you're probably looking looking for the Venom Extra crossbow. That may be the one. Uh, it was it, the top uh, most expensive one. Yeah. yeah, that's it's top of the line. Uh, it has a uh, laminate wood stock. Beautiful, beautiful crossbow. Uh, we actually uh, sold out of them today. Wow. So that's where it went. That is that is why <laughs> you're not is. seeing. That's why. That is so funny. You're Literally, you sold out while we were talking uh, to you. <laughs> yep, I, I, I got an email at about 4.30 that said that wow. uh, we, we finally we sold the last one. And, Was that you, um, Bob? Did you buy it? Bob. I didn't what buy it. I'd <laughs> like it, but just I didn't buy started, it. Just getting started, you bought it. Let me ask you about that crossbow real quick, because I was just about to ask you about that beautiful piece of machinery. Uh, what is on that bow? I mean, so it's all wood like a, like a gun, like wood inlay? Yeah. Uh, so it's, uh, I don't know if you guys are familiar, we had a, a crossbow in our lineup a few years ago called the Venom, yeah. and uh, it, uh, the, one of the special things about the Venom, uh, we, let me back up just a moment, um, we <laughs> use different types of materials to build the flight rail or barrel of the crossbows that we make. Um, we have some that are a carbon-injected polymer, super strong. 
Uh, we have some that are made from uh, that are machined CNC machined from uh, the 6060 uh, 6061 aluminum, and then we have some that are actually a carbon fiber weave woven around an aluminum skeleton, and then uh, it, it has a yeah a polyurethane uh, sealant put on it. Um, now the idea is that uh, the carbon fiber barrel bows, uh, those barrels are extremely strong, extremely low friction, and also, you know, because they're carbon fiber, they're very light. Um, we took that carbon fiber barrel and then also the bow assembly, and we mounted it uh, on beautiful, like you guys were saying, uh, beautiful wood laminate stock. And so essentially, it's it's the Venom uh, design, uh, but y- utilizing that uh, that wood laminate stock, and it just produces a uh, you know an amazing, uh, amazingly light, uh, amazingly well balanced, uh, precise shooting instrument. Was this uh, something? Accurate. Was this something that you marketed for general general public purchase, or was it more for the dealers for performance? Um, it, it, it's something that uh, was available to to everyone. Um, however, the the price tag of of being between twenty four ninety nine and twenty seven ninety nine that tends I think that does tend to uh, uh, that's a very special uh, part of the market that would purchase that crossbow. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, and like I say, we have sixteen other models in our lineup. <laughs> And so, uh, oftentimes there are folks that'll that find one of those other models. But uh, um, yeah, we we do market. Uh, we we almost always have this kind of um, high level crossbow with called the extra. Uh, in the past, we had one called the carbon extra. Um, it was a little bit different design. Um, so it also had the wood laminate stock. So so beings that I have told you that we've sold out of them. There's a new one coming. That. Uh, <laughs> that's exactly being beings that uh, they're not on the website anymore, and yeah. we always have one in our lineup. Um, we'll have to keep, keep your eyes peeled. Should I keep uh, refreshing there in, in January. <laughs> so. Awesome. Well, farewell to the Venom Extra. You did everybody well. <laughs> beautiful, beautiful. I did Google it and found a picture of it uh, again. Uh, the, the original picture I was looking at. And this thing is gorgeous, man. So definitely, if you're listening to this, check out whatever comes off in Ten Point in this new extra uh, lineup because I'm telling you, this is uh, it's, it's gorgeous. Definitely just unbelievable. Have seen. I, I'm blown away by the carbon fiber uh, um, parts of it. That's just unbelievable to me. Um, let's switch over real quick to the Omni Knock. Uh, very exciting product. Has an ability to maneuver in different ways. How did you guys come up with this thing? Seriously, it's like a mind blowing. Great, great idea. So, uh, for many years, uh, we had folks shoot uh, flat knocks uh, out of the, our, our crossbows, and that was that was good. Uh, you know, the advantage of a flat knock is that uh, it doesn't have to be indexed uh, to the cock vein. Mm-hmm. Um, so, in other words, you know, if you you know, change the, the vein that you put down in the flight rail, you don't have to uh, turn the, the uh, knock in order to make sure it's lined up and everything's proper. But right around uh, 2013 or so, when our crossbow uh, bow assemblies started to get super narrow, uh, we realized that the flat knock no longer provided uh, the amount of surface area contact between the, the the string and the knock that was was necessary 
in order to get consistent arrow flight. And so we realized that, uh, you know, we were looking at possibly designing our own knock that did not need to be indexed, you know, to the vein, but also was not, you know, kind of the flat shape. Um, so the design of the OmniNock, um, it actually is allows the string to contour the knock. And uh, the string is able to make contact with the knock um, at almost every point uh, uh, where the, the string touches it. Um, which is a little bit different, like I say, than, than with a flat knock. Um, uh, if the bow assembly is too narrow, uh, the string will only touch on the out, outside uh, edges of the knock, and there is no uh, string engagement with the, the, the center part of the knock. Well, the Omni knock we developed uh, because we wanted a knock that was easier to use for customers to where they did not have to re-index it if they... Uh, we're going to change cock veins. Um, we glue those into the arrows because it does not need to be re-indexed after it's, it's, it's mounted. Um, and we also knew we needed to produce a knock that could uh, maintain contact with the string in the way that it needs to, to prevent overshoots, undershoots, that sort of thing, yet also to have super, super narrow string angles. So the, the, more, uh, the more narrow the bow assembly itself is, uh, the more narrow the string angle is where the string comes out from underneath the trigger box. Um, the OmniNock uh, was kind of the, the result of you know, trying to keep those, those thoughts in mind with uh, the advantages that the flat knock had, yet to produce a knock that could uh, shoot with these extreme narrow angles of the reverse draw crossbows and then now these uh, these NXT style bow assemblies. Yeah, it's it's really something. Um, and you guys, I, I mean, that uh, uh, with also the lighted knock portion of that is just incredible to me. Um, very blown away by the, how easy that was to use and, and how it worked and all that. So it, it gets even more neat. Uh, even past the OmniNock, because we have developed, I'm glad you brought that up, we've, we've developed our own lighted knock system, and we've incorporated the OmniNock uh, style into that lighted knock system. Um, we call it the OmniBright system. Mm. And um, all of our crossbow arrows now, uh, on all of our arrows, uh, there's a knock receiver that, that fits into the back of the arrow, and then there's a knock cap, which is the knock itself, that slides down into that receiver. Well, our lighted system, um, you remove the opaque knock cap that comes standard on the arrow, and we sell uh, battery light sticks uh, that are very small, narrow uh, batteries, super bright lights, that go into uh, a, tra a transparent knock that's the Omni-Knock. So the way that we're selling our arrows now, every arrow has this system in it to start with. Um, and if you want to take a, a non-lighted arrow and make it a lighted arrow, um, all you have to do is purchase the light sticks and then the translucent or the transparent knocks and uh, s switch those out. It's a, it's a very uh, fast uh, process to convert a non-lighted 10-point arrow 
10 point produced arrow to become a lighted arrow. And you know, of course, the advantages of shooting lighted arrows are uh, numerous, especially if you film your hunts or you know, uh, it, it just really helps you to find that arrow after the shot. And, and even it, it's helped me quite a bit, uh, you know, in, in trying to track the arrow through the scope right after the shot. Um, when I shoot the, with the lighted arrow, I'm able to track the arrow a little bit more easily, pick it up, you know, as it's going through the scope so that I can watch the arrow, you know, hit the animal. Yeah, it, that, honestly, like, and if you guys haven't seen this, you can watch our video on Ten Point. We just did. I'll put the link below in the description, and we show this this knock, and it is it is seriously amazing. The quickness, the the take in, take out. I mean, it is it's literally one of the coolest things I've ever seen. Um, well, hats off to you guys on that one. Honestly, the the design, the engineering behind it, uh, amazing. Uh, along with the AccuDraw system, which has been around a long time yeah. now, but has been like a premier thing that you guys have always had on your bows. Um, from what I remember, at least, I, I don't know how long they go back, but it goes back a while from what I remember, um, built in cocking system right on the bow is, is honestly incredible. I mean, I can't even tell you how many times you go out and forget a cocking rope or something yeah. like that. Stupid things, right? And you're yeah. like, Oh my gosh, I didn't <laughs> even bring the cocking rope, you know? And, and you guys have eliminated that issue by just having it built yeah. in. And seriously, it's very, very smart. <clears throat> I sure appreciate that. Yeah. When you, when you integrate it into the stock, um, it, it it gets a lot harder to somehow forget it. You know, you'd have to forget the whole bow to forget the cocking mechanism then. But yeah. <laughs> uh, the AccuDraw has been, uh, we've been, uh, we've produced that AccuDraw for many, many years now. Um, historically, it's come to be known as, you know, one of the most reliable and the most efficient uh, crank cocking devices for a crossbow. Um, we were the first here in the modern age to, produce that crank system that actually integrates and is mounted in the stock. That's one of the big differences, too, between our crossbows and other companies. You'll see that they have uh, similar cocking mechanisms, but uh, crank mechanisms, but they're not integrated into the stock. And that's one of the big differences with, with 10-point. Um, and that, that cranking system, um, one, of the, one of the other exciting things about it from, from my perspective is that crank cocking system helps to keep a lot of folks hunting and a lot of folks it helps a lot of folks to go into the woods uh, and to hunt deer who might not normally be able to do so during archery season uh, because they might have a shoulder problem, a shoulder injury uh, where they're not able to even to use a rope cocker type system um, to cock the crossbow. Um, the AccuDraw gives you a huge mechanical advantage. So, it takes about 90 per, it, it gives you an advantage of about over 90%. Um, it reduces the draw weight, the force to pull the string back by 90, over 90%. Wow. So, Incredible. so in order, so basically most people can just, you know, have enough energy in their hand. All you have to do is be, to be able to turn the crank system, uh, with your hand. And it's not a difficult process. I think it's, maximum maybe uh, 15 foot-pounds of energy required to turn the crank handle. Um, if you can turn the crank handle, you can cock the crossbow, and you can still be in the woods. And we have a lot of uh, folks who will purchase the crossbows with that crank system on them, especially for you know, young people that they're also, you know, trying to get involved in, in archery. Um, a lot of I talked to a lot of grandpas on the phone who – uh, they've decided to buy their grandson a, a crossbow or their granddaughter, and they're 
going to get some time to hunt with them out in the field. And they wanted to be able to get this type of cocking system so that, you know, the, the child can operate it. Um, and as far as that goes too, uh, this type of cocking mechanism uh, really is helpful. I know I have a lot of customers who have physical disabilities who, um, you know, if, if they did not have this type of cocking system, they would not be able to, to be out in the woods. And so, you know, it's, it's really been a good system for us for several years. And um, we, we actually approved, improved upon it this year. Um, the, the original model uh, that we designed, it makes a clicking noise when you, when you cock it. A lot of customers, you know, we really try here at 10 Point to make products that uh, are going to meet the needs of our customers. And we really do, uh, you know, listen to what our customers tell us about, oh, you know, this, pro- this part of your product is great, but this might make it better. And so we actually redesigned the AccuDraw this year, and we came out with a version called the AccuDraw Pro. And one of the special things about the AccuDraw Pro is that it does not make that clicking noise when you're cocking the bow. It's a uh, 100% virtually silent cocking mechanism. A lot of folks want that advantage of, of being able to cock it silently uh, if they're out in the field and, and, and have the opportunity to take a second shot. Um, a lot of folks also won't cock their bows until they go to their tree stands. Um, and so if you are cocking your bow at the tree stand, then this prov- that AccuDraw Pro provides a, a very quiet cocking mechanism so that uh, you're not alerting all the animals out there in the woods that, oh, uh, I'm cocking my crossbow Here we are. Um, <laughs> yep, exactly. Yeah, seriously, though, the, the hats off again to 10 Point, uh, innovator, uh, pioneer, and, you know, uh, leader in the in the crossbow market, no doubt about it. The technology, what you guys are doing is incredible. And it's it's really, um, when you made the point and you, and you said the comment that you guys try to listen to the consu- you know, consumer what they want, um, I mean, that can't be more, there can't be more proof than looking at your bows, honestly. I mean, you guys have, you guys, you know, maybe, maybe the, the customer said, oh, we can't afford them to too high. So you create a wicker ridge, right? I mean, you, you guys came out with ideas and continue to innovate today. And it's incredible. And I mean, this bow, the Stealth NXT blew me away when I saw it. Like I, I was, and, and thank you guys for taking part in Test Lab and, and doing that with us because I had to get my hands on this bow. It, 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 when I saw it, I was blown away by the the pure monster beef look it had the smallness of it the length i thought it was just seriously hands down one of the best crossbows that hit the market maybe even ever you know because when you think about it, the technology every year gets so much better and better and better um and with all your guys extra things you put on these bows it's seriously it's seriously incredible so what can you tell us about 19 i know you can't probably say a ton but any kind of hints you can give us or the consumers about what might be coming from 10 point this year so uh, I think that uh, consumers can continue to look for uh, the – so consumers are uh, they are asking for narrow bow assemblies. And with the Stealth NXT, the Nitro X, and the Shadow NXT, uh, we were able to produce those very narrow bow assemblies. They also would like uh, crossbows that are very light to carry overall, uh, that, have, that are well-balanced. So I think that you'll continue to see in other parts of the 10-point lineup and uh, even uh, the, uh, the Horton lineup, uh, you'll see continued narrowness of the bow assemblies, uh, perhaps some 
uh, increases, small increases in performance, um, and then also, you know, our continued effort to use materials and, and uh, change stock designs to, you know, skeletonize the stock, take some weight out of the stock. Uh, we like to use uh, super strong, super light materials to keep the overall bow weights uh, lighter. So you're, I think that you will continue to see that type of uh, technology that we've kind of been going in this direction already. You're going to continue to see that now translated into other parts of the 10-point Horton Wicked Ridge lineup. Absolutely amazing. Brian, thanks for joining us Looking on the show. To it. And uh, if you're out there, go to 10pointcrossbows.com to learn more about this great lineup. You, you, I mean, obviously, you've already heard of 10 points. So I'm not, <laughs> you're going to know where to go. But check them out when you get a minute. Uh, there's so many different things they have. Uh, Brian, again, it's been a pleasure having you on. And honestly, we got to get you back on maybe in a couple of months because we haven't even scratched the surface on my questions. No. I have so many more questions, but we're running out of time. So we appreciate you coming on. Thank you so much for joining us. Well, thank you guys very much. It's my pleasure to be here. I, I really appreciate your interest in all the bows, and I look forward to getting the chance to answer some more of your questions sometime soon. Great. Thank Thanks, you so Brian. much. Thanks thank for you. listening to the show. We'll see you next time. Celebrating the rich tradition of bow hunting for over 31 years, Vanguard is proud to be the official optic and hunting pack of Bowhunter Planet. Thanks so much for listening to the Bowhunter Planet podcast online at bowhunterplanet.com with your host, Team BHP. Check us out on Facebook at Bowhunter Planet. We'll catch you next time. Experience the power of 5G with T-Mobile. With faster 5G speeds nationwide, you can upload your favorite videos super fast or game on the go. Plus, T-Mobile has more 5G bars in more places, so you can stay connected to what matters most from almost anywhere. Switch to T-Mobile today, the leader in 5G. T-Mobile has America's largest 5G network, fastest based on median overall combined 5G speeds according to analysis by Ookla of Speed Test Intelligence Data 5G Speeds for Q4 2021. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. You know the old saying, selling like hotcakes? What does that even mean? What is a hotcake anyway? They should change it to selling like Hondas, because right now, Hondas are selling faster than ever. Probably because they're so rugged, long-lasting, and fuel-efficient. And if you want one, you should get to your local Honda dealer right away. Check out the 8-passenger pilot, or maybe the adventurous Passport. But you gotta do it fast, because Hondas are selling like, well, Hondas. New models are arriving right now. Don't wait. See your local Honda dealer today.